This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. A Chicago theater legend has died. Frank Galati was a director and ensemble member at Steppenwolf and The Goodman and professor at Northwestern. He died Monday at the age of 79. Chris Jones, Chicago Tribune theater critic and editorial page editor, joins us to tell us about Galati's life and his impact on Chicago theater. Welcome back to the show, Chris. It's my pleasure to be here in person. So for people who aren't familiar with his work, who was Frank Galati? So here you have a man who was probably, you know, this sounds like a bit of an overstatement, but I think you can justify it, perhaps the most influential Chicago theater person there ever was. And I say that because he had so many strands to his bow, so to speak. He was a great teacher. So he not only did his work, but he influenced a whole generation of people that followed him. He did an amazing number of shows. He worked in the nonprofit sector in Goodman and Steppenwolf, and he also worked on Broadway. He created several mm-hmm. musicals, and he had an Academy Award nomination for the movie The Accidental Tourist, um, which is a rare thing in Chicago theater to have an Academy Award nomination for a screenplay. So he had the most astounding career. I don't think anyone else... Uh, compares. I, I really don't. I've yeah. been thinking about that a lot the last day or two. I, I think he was sort of unique in that way. I think a lot of people would agree with you, Chris. He adapted and directed John Steinbeck's famous book, Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. What stuck out to you from his performance? Well, he he what what Frank did was he fundamentally decided that the theater didn't have to be restricted to plays. So typically when a theater does a show, it does a play, an existing play. Mm -hmm. Frank actually created, or at least continued a tradition of creating, um, the idea of adapting novels and adapting other sources for the theater. So what that did is it expanded the available repertoire for the theater. So instead of saying, if you're a theater, instead of just saying, well, I can look at all these scripts, you could say, I can look at John Steinbeck, I could look at Charlotte Bronte, I could look at any number of writers. And Frank at Northwestern really created a way to theatricalize things. And that, for me, was his probably his biggest uh, his biggest achievement. And I always remember in my early years as a critic, these New York critics would show up in town, mm-hmm. and they would go, "Well, you guys don't do plays here, and I, you know, you're always doing novels." And I'd be like, "Well, it's actually a fabulous thing that we have it's here." It's our and, thing. And that was Frank. That yeah. really was Frank. And it was either Frank in person, or it was people who had studied with Frank. And the other thing that's striking about him is he was a very nice person. And as you well know. Not all great creative artists are particularly nice people. And Frank was a really generous guy. And so what happens when someone like that dies is that people remember, perhaps very early in their career, when they were just an intern or just a lowly actor, that he always said, he always took them seriously. And the other thing that I've been hearing the last day or so is he would often say to people, what do you think? And people really value that when someone ask, mm. asks them. Such, somebody, a power, such a simple but powerful question. Exactly. And, and they, when it's someone they really admire who takes them seriously, takes a moment to say, what's your opinion? People remember that their whole lives. Yeah. And it's kind of a – he was a remarkable guy. Well, you mentioned New York. You made me think he he's, was born and raised in Highland Park. Yeah. He kept working here. Yes. Despite success in New York, right? Yes. We often see artists leave – to pursue their careers somewhere else. How meaningful is it that Frank stayed? Well, his work was mostly here, and that was a very particular thing. And 
it's always been my contention that Chicago, I, I always have this attitude about the East Coast that what they really like is they like those of us in the Midwest to consume their work. And I've always believed that Chicago has to be a producer of work as well as a consumer of it. And not just a location, but a place that originates great work. And that's what makes, for me, a global city, a world-class city. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we're all so invested in here. And Frank epitomized that because almost all of his great work originated here. If you look, for example, he produced Ragtime. He directed the first production of Ragtime. That renovated what was then known as the Oriental Theater in downtown Chicago. Without Frank, would would we have the Loop Theater District in the way that we do now? Yeah. I don't know. He his his role in Chicago was so pivotal, and also his role as a teacher and his ability to sort of you know create artists from four other cities in the future. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Well, as you mentioned, Galati was a pioneer in adapting novels to the stage. Yeah. I want to play a clip from a WTTW interview with him in 2012. He was talking about why he wanted to turn E.L. Doctorow's The March into yeah. a play. Wow, is there some chance that this could have purchase on the stage? Doctorow is so brilliant in his... Uh, creation of really richly detailed three-dimensional characters who interact with each other with crackling dialogue. He's a great playwright, really. And, and my job has been primarily to find the play, which is kind of hiding in the novel. So he clearly mm. thought that this was a big deal to adapt books to the stage. What do you think made Galati particularly good at this? Well, there was a tradition at Northwestern that extended over at least three, if not four generations of teachers and students who learned techniques to do this. Galati was at the heart of all of that. And I think his contention, as he says in that interview, is that if you think about it, people have written in all kinds of different forms, especially uh, in the 19th century, early 20th century. They didn't necessarily write in the dramatic form, but many novels from that era are indeed plays if you really know how to sort of extract the play from the narrative. And I, I think not to get too wonky on it, but, but I think that his genius was figuring out how to dramatize the narrative. And a lot of that was mm. most books have a sort of a narrative voice. It's that, you know, the, the writer's voice. And he figured out how to split that between characters. So in, in, in a lot of sort of story theater, traditionally before Frank, it would be out would pop somebody who would narrate and then you would have some people doing some dialogue and it was all rather stiff. But Frank figured out a way to sort of organically build a narration of a story like something by E.L. Doctorow or Steinbeck or mm -hmm. Bronte or, who, or whomever. Uh, Gertrude Stein was another of his favorites, and and actually integrated it so you felt like you were watching a real play. Yes, and then you had the literary genius of the people he was adapting all the time. So the combin, and you'd not seen it as a play before, so that just blew me away. Yeah. you know, over a sustained period of twenty, thirty years watching his work. What was his teaching style? At Northwestern. It's just incredibly generous. I mean, I've talked to a lot of his former students in the last day or two, and what they tend to say is that he empowered me. Great teachers often, the, the thing that people remember most about teaching, I always think, is that 
teachers make their students believe in themselves Absolutely. and they believe in what they can do and they legitimize their dreams and their ambitions and that is fundamentally i think you know what frank did because it's 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 difficult in theater because you don't want to say well here's the technique for doing this oh student what you actually want to say is you have your way of doing things you are your own self you just have to have the confidence and the power and the belief frankly the mm -hmm. belief to actually do this for yourself. And that's what he did. He unlocked people, really. Yeah. He didn't prescribe. He unlocked. And he did so with generosity and with kindness. And you know, it, it's striking in that clip you just played, his enthusiasm. Like, he bubbles. You know, I was just listening to that and thinking how flat I might sound in comparison to him because he's so... He just bubbled with interest and excitement. And what that was incredibly infectious. Yeah. Incredibly infectious. What's uh, also of note, he was inducted into the Chicago LGBT Hall of Fame yes, in was. 2004, which we know back then it was a, a very different time to he be was. openly he, gay. He was openly gay uh, I, for I mean, 30, 40, 40 years. Mm -hmm. He was an important figure in, the, in that community. And that, by the way, that was reflected in his choice of material. And he often went out of his way, uh, often went out of his way to do that. One show that I remember particularly was the Chicago Gay Men's Chorus, who appeared in uh, a production of the medieval mystery play Every Man that Galati uh, directed with Henry Godinez and a lot of other luminaries in the cast. And that was perhaps one of his most astounding achievements. And I remember walking into Steppenwolf, there was the uh, there was the gay men's chorus on the stage singing Gregorian chants. And it was like an evening of theater that no one had ever experienced anything quite like that yeah. before. And he, he did that because he chose material. You know, artists like Frank, it's really important that they choose the right material because you only have you only get to do so many projects. In right, got to yeah. pick the right stuff. He always knew how to pick the Very right. Very important. Stuff. Well, briefly, leave us with this, Chris. His lasting impact. I I find him irreplaceable in Chicago theater. I don't look out there now and see another Frank Galati. Maybe one will come along. Maybe one who's studying, who has studied with him. But he he for me was just the embodiment of what Chicago theater means: producing great original work with compassion, without pretension, and with the heart of our great city always at the top of his mind. Yeah, he continued to act, teach, and direct. That's not an easy feat. It's not, but he loved every moment. Chris Jones is chief theater critic and editorial page editor at the Chicago Tribune. Thank you so much, Chris. My pleasure.